0: Well, good morning and welcome to the drive it is october 9th hope you guys had a good sunday and uh it is monday right now at uh, five ten in the morning it seems early i know but i went to sleep early it was a blessed as a long and a blessed day yesterday uh with church um in the morning in the early afternoon and then we did the homeless outreach which was awesome made 50 lunches and passed them around in Mobile to a lot of the homeless people we've already built relationships with and know and pray for, but then some new ones that we met and everything. So that was a huge blessing. And then went over to uh, our family, went over to a friend's house and had a blessed um, meeting time together and uh, came home and uh, passed out quickly after that. So it was awesome. It was an awesome day, blessed day, and I'm praising God this morning for another day. You never want to take the gift of another day for granted you know it's just uh woke up sought the I've sought the lord through his word for the last hour now i'm gonna get get to the gym real quick for about an hour and a half and then um uh, this is my day off so I get back and we have to actually a guy's looking at what well, friend is looking at our car because um it's messed up so my dry our dryer messed up our car is messed up one of our shells broke and the other day my wife's like why is everything breaking? <laughs> but God is faithful and he always comes through. And so that's, uh, that's something we can count on for sure. But uh, Galatians, man, just a few more, a few more, a couple, uh, two or three more episodes until we're done with Galatians. But Galatians six eleven through 15, before I start driving, says, Paul writes, See with, large, see with what large letters I have written to you with my own hand. As many as desire to make a good showing in the flesh, these will compel you to be circumcised, only that they may not suffer persecution for the cross of Christ. For not even those who are circumcised keep the law, but they desire to have you circumcised, that you may boast in your flesh. So it's all about the flesh. It's all about the outward rather than the heart, right? That's my words. But Paul continues. He says, But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and to the world. For in Christ, Jesus neither circumcision or uncircumcision avails anything but a new creation. All right. Let me get going here. Man, it's been cold here, um, which is awesome. But it takes forever for my windows to defrost. I think my car is like, what's going on here? <laughs> it's like, so hopefully I can see you as I'm driving. Let's see. So, uh, essentially... Essentially, what, uh, what Paul is saying is that those Judaizers, those who conform to the law, those who are living under the old covenant, uh, are essentially saying you have to do this outward thing. And then basically, that's what you boast about. That's what it, it's all about the flesh. Rather than following the Spirit, rather than um, looking towards the spiritual, it's all about the flesh. And that's what these guys were doing. That was their mindset. It was all about the flesh and that's such a dangerous thing because we're not saved by works right we know that we're not saved by works yet what works do is they demonstrate our faith so yes works have a place but we have to remember the forefront of our minds that God doesn't just look at our works that's one aspect but that's not the primary he looks at the heart, the heart behind the works. Okay, well, why are you doing this? What, what are your intentions? What's your motivation? He looks at the heart behind the action. He doesn't look at the action to try to see the heart because we could do great things with the wrong heart and is God gonna say well done when we face him after we die and we go to the Bema seat, right? There's two judgments, Bema seat and the white throne judgment. White throne judgment is for the unbelievers. Yeah, the bema seat is for those who uh, trust in Christ for salvation, and there, there are certain be- different rewards based upon what you did, what you said, and the motivations in which, in which you did them. So it's the heart first, and it's not the circumcision of the flesh, it's like Romans 3 said, it's circumcision of the heart, it's the cutting away of those fleshly things, and here these teachers were going around to the churches in the region of Galatia, telling them hey that's great that you trust in christ and all but uh yeah you also have to do this or else you're doomed you have to do these works of the flesh because this is what we say this is what god wants no it's not it's the old covenant they're disregarding what christ did on the cross the fact that the tomb was empty the fact that he ascended to heaven they're disregarding all of that because they missed their time of their visitation right look at luke 19 for that he was right in front of them he was fulfilling Zechariah as he rode down into Jerusalem yet many of the Jews missed their day of visitation they did not recognize he was the Messiah because a few days later what do they yell? they didn't worship anymore what do they do? they yelled crucify him and so they many of them missed it the religious leaders missed it they were plotting to kill him they wanted to find him anyone associated with jesus you know at that point before the cross they'd be disassociated they would be cut off they wouldn't be able to come into the synagogue i mean it was that bad so the religious leaders their hearts were hard for the most part right as we see in and through the Gospels. They did things according to the flesh. They did things in order to be seen. They tithed in front of people. They prayed on the street corners. Like they made long prayers to make themselves look good. It was all about show. It was all about the outward. And it shouldn't be. That's that's not what it's about. Yeah, faith without works is dead, but faith stems from the heart. God looks at the heart. It's an important thing, I think, to to sort of examine yourself at times and go, why am I doing this? Am I doing this for me to try to look better or try to look good in front of people? Or am I doing this because I'm living to please the Lord? And that's a good question. And sometimes we're unclear, and sometimes we're like, you know what, I'm going to do this anyway because I'm, I'm called to serve the Lord. So I hope my motivation is for Him. I hope the flesh is... You know, starve the flesh and feed your faith. Starve your flesh and feed your faith, and then you will grow. You will grow, right? And the opposite—I mean, it's devastating. It's a disaster. It's not a good thing if you feed your flesh and starve your faith. Nothing ever good comes out of that, right? And Paul's like, I'm boasting in Jesus. Like, I'm boasting in the Lord. I'm, I'm boasting in the Messiah. That—that's—that's like, that's who I'm boasting in. That's what I'm. That's who I'm looking to. But the flesh is all about self. The flesh is all about well you need to do this outwardly so you can prove that you are this this and this. Well, no. We're not living to please people. We're not living to follow just man-made laws and regard what God says. It's about what the Lord says first and if something uh, were to make you compromise Those things need to be cut off. Those things need to be disregarded. Those things need to be disobeyed if you're going to compromise. Even if it means you're going to get in trouble. Because the last thing we ever want to do is compromise our faith and our beliefs and what we hold true. And the Spirit gives us strength in order to do that. And so I love this because Paul's just essentially saying, Listen, you guys, it's all they're all about the outward. They're all about what you do, the actions that you take, and they're not even looking at, they're disregarding actually the heart. Why are you doing it? What's your motivation? What's your intentions? Is it for so others can see you and go, Oh, good job? Or is it to the Lord for the Lord to look to your heart and go, You're faithful. <laughs> You're faithful in those things? Here, I'm gonna give you more so you guys it's about the heart it's about the heart we can't we can't forget that you know Uh, I would I would say seek the Lord for discernment to make sure what you're about to do is to the glory of God and not to the glory of self because the glory of self I mean that's all that's what the world system is all about look at self follow your own heart do your own thing whatever makes you happy it's all good it's fine it's your truth it's a I mean we go on and on and it's just it's more relativism which is like whatever makes you feel good do it well if someone feels like doing something horrible and perverted if someone feels like murdering someone hey it felt good to you that's more relativism does not have a good end it's all about the flesh it's all about self it disregards anything or anyone and it just says you know what I just want to be satisfied and whatever I feel like that's what I'm gonna do because I'm gonna follow my own heart it's never a good idea and it's never a godly action to follow your own heart because your own heart is deceitfully wicked and it can deceive you follow god's heart don't follow what you think are your the best opinions ever no follow god's word don't follow the flesh and do what makes you feel amazing temporarily follow the lord who gives you peace permanently it's a huge contrast walk in the spirit so you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh we learned that earlier in galatians 6 walk in the spirit so you guys i hope that encouraged someone paul continues on we have a couple more episodes and hope you're encouraged for this monday morning god bless you guys love you guys praying for you guys and we'll talk to you in the morning